Welcome to Artificially Speaking. Good to see you again, Simon. Yeah, great to see you too, Dave. How's things? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. What uh, what what have you got for me today? Well, I suppose built on our conversations the other day with Mr. Hanks, uh, you know, Tom, um, mm. I picked up a story from Spotify. I don't know if you've seen this one already. Um, it has an AI music problem, but bots love it, apparently. So I was drawn in by the headline. And I, I, had, I don't know if you've heard about this, but people are developing music using AI and then sending bots to listen to it so they can cash in. Um, mm. So, yeah, apparently um, there's a lecturer called Tony Rigg from Lancashire who works in the music industry management. And he's saying that this AI generated music has a fake listening issue. Um, so what's happening is they're doing this to then get money for streams, um, which is quite inventive, um, I suppose. So these fake listeners are listening to low quality tracks and then taking royalty cash from humans because they've only got a certain pot. And um, the, obviously the people with the most listens get the uh, the, the, the reward of the you pot. Do, you don't necessarily need to be doing this for AI generated songs. I'm surprised this isn't happening for it other artists. It is happening like... apparently. It's happening before AI bots have come along. So that was an insight to me as well. Uh, there's some big case, I think, in France or somewhere where someone has done this and they're in deep water about it because it, it goes against everything that they're after. I mean, Spotify has outlined this, removed tens of thousands of uploaded uh, AI um, music uh, from a, a generator called Boomi. And um, the uh, the CEO of Boomi, uh, Alex Mitchell, says they are working hard to limit suspicious streams and look to freeze payments, but also block users. But obviously, we know with the scale of AI and how yeah. things are going, if scammers can get in on the act, they will do. And apparently they have done because uh, they generated some fake Frank Ocean songs and then sold them to fans for thousands of pounds. So, it, 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 again, uh, we've got the scammers back on the, the, the pod. But because we're on Spotify, it just took my attention. I thought, blimey, um, again, another one where people are fighting fires on this AI and how it's being used for uh, not the, the, the things that we want it to be used for. And Spotify CEO Daniel Ek um, has acknowledged that he, he, he hasn't seen anything move as fast. Um, and if they don't catch up, it's human artists will be left behind. So no, our fears I, where we constantly say, you know, AI is outrunning us, um, uh, seem to be holding up across every genre. <laughs> that, that I suppose can. that they're, they're taking note because they're having to pay out on this, aren't they? That's yeah. why they're interested. They wouldn't be bothered if, if they weren't having to pay out on these tracks, I suppose. But you uh, think but that's if you've I... got a bot to listen, you could get a bot to find. I mean, there's got to be someone out there with that capacity. Yeah, you, you would think. like, Because obviously, I know this isn't necessarily just to do with AI, but like artists have been complaining about Spotify, uh, Spotify and, and all of those music platforms for years about the poor royalties they get paid. Yeah. Um, so if I was like an up and coming artist, couldn't I try and use this bot technology then just to make a fortune off, <laughs> off the back of the well, platform, even as, if I'm not very yeah. good? You know, <laughs> as you say that there's this um, guy, an attorney called Albert Soller, and he's an owner of a music and entertainment management firm. 
and he believes AI could generate opportunities for a flood of income for human artists for little effort. And he does say that that would take them away from the clutches of some of these big organizations who do give them poor um, royalties. So he does see there's an opportunity here, which is good to see mm. there's an upside and a positive element to it. Um, and I suppose, again, catch up will happen. These human artists will start to work out, well, how do we capture this and utilize it? And how do I get multiple uses out of things that I produce, I imagine? So, yeah. and similar to what we would use for ChatGPT, can you chop this up for me and give it me in a variety of different ways? Um, Opus Clip, Munch, all those platforms we cast magic that we've mentioned previously. You know, it won't be long before there's a platform where you chuck some music in long form and it will just clip it up into shorter form if it doesn't already exist. Because as we know, we're trying to work our way through tools and tools and tools. Uh, there's thousands of them out there. Uh, it could well be that we stumble across one that does already do this. And, um, you know, those artists that you mentioned, the one that uh, are looking for up and coming um you know sort of opportunities they're, they're bound to be found on youtube or on social media to start off with and then it just goes from there so yeah i was quite interested off the the story the other day where it was going into the movie industry uh, it's, it's already in the music industry and has been but now bots have speeded up that process and fake listening is um on a massive scale did, I suppose the next question is maybe we need to have a look at uh, <laughs> getting to fake bots listening to this. Yeah, um, I'm not saying we, you know, if we always get, we, you never, we always want to get more listeners. So maybe, uh, maybe that's the route we need to look at. I suppose I don't know. <laughs> we could always explore it. I think it's a great option. <laughs> maybe yeah. Spotify might kick us off though. That's the only. Yeah, problem. that's the only thing. Yeah. But if they've got maybe. such a big issue of music, maybe podcasts are low down the uh, the rung of the ladder. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're maybe they well, maybe we stop speaking about it now, otherwise they're scanning <laughs> the far, the content we're putting up there and we find out they won't host us anymore. But who knows? Anyway, well that it, it, the thing I you know, I suppose my last comments on this are that it is that AI is, I suppose, bringing up uh it's making issues creating issues. But the thing that I'm finding a time and time again is it isn't just an AI related issue. It's 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 pick. It's kind of it's continuation of of issues that have occurred in the past. So, like again, like the the poor levels of royalties, it, it highlights all of that, and yeah. it's just a kind of a step along from that. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it levels the playing field a little bit where artists do get a great return for their creativity, and it's not yeah. just all going to wealthy uh, management and that. You, you think well, that's got to be a good thing, and hopefully, some sort of Robin Hood service pops up robin hood ai and allows them to um you know get more of their royalties so uh again it would be one of those where we watch this space uh from a spotify mm. perspective to understand you know opportunities but also risks um because we know scammers are always on the front foot so um they're, they're always looking for that next opportunity okay yeah so my story that i found um it is AI related, but maybe I'm being a bit cynical here, but it's more, I think the company in question are using AI as a shield. Um, and really what I'm talking about is BT or British Telecom. And mm -hmm. for those of you not in the UK, it's uh, it's one of the largest telecoms companies in the UK. Um, they're 
announced they're going to shed up to 55,000 jobs by the end of the decade. Um, and what they're saying is um, up to a fifth of those cuts will come in customer service as staff are replaced by technologies, including artificial intelligence. Now, I get <laughs> yeah, I get that there is some leverage of the technology here, but the um, the, the chief executive of, of BT, Philip Janssen, said generative AI tools such as ChatGPT, which can write essays, scripts, poems, and solve computer coding in a human-like way, gives us confidence we can go further. He said that AI would make services faster, better, and more seamless, adding that the changes would not mean customers would feel like they're dealing with robots. Um, we're a multi, we are multi-channel, we're online, and we have 450 stores, and that's not changing at all, he said. There are plenty of opportunities for our ch- customers to deal with people at BT, plenty of people to speak to. It it does it does sound like they yeah they are literally just saying, well, we were going to get rid of a lot of people anyway. Why not blame it on AI? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really uh, – he says it's going to make them a leaner business. Well, if AI wasn't on the in the headlines now and they wanted to get rid of how many people say fifty five thousand people by the end of the decade, the same things they would apply anyway. Like you know, making BT a leaner company and stuff like that. That's got they'd be saying those same things even if AI wasn't involved. So it does seem like they're kind of using AI as a scapegoat here. Whereas yeah. I get they probably are going to use AI to some degree, but to that extent, probably not. I don't know. It's disgraceful, you know. These they this is what frustrates me. I went through it when I worked for the FA made, being made redundant. These people in senior leadership positions do not see people with bills, mortgages, all that sort of stuff. They see just a number on a doc sheet. Oh, if I remove that, that's X amount off the the payroll. And you go, you don't just get it, do you? You're on your half a million um, a year salary maybe even more at bt who knows yeah and you're you're using ai as a scapegoat to go oh right okay um yeah we're going to replace them with this now apparently the technology is there for you to sound human and um on my you know pictori video the other day the, the ai voice wasn't too bad actually um but the tool i've picked um for for this week to talk about well, when we get to that, uh, the AI voice is not that great at all. So you, you think they're obviously going to in, uh, in invest in the top end, but it's just ethical, moral. You know, you just go, what are you saying? Because if you're cutting that many jobs and your justification is to be leaner, you just go, oh, my God, really? So what are these people supposed to do? Well, I'll be honest, in this scenario here, yeah. I would assume that the, the the I suppose the headcount reduction, if we call it that, they already know where they're going to cut people and yeah. where that is. So I'm assuming they re- they think they don't need that many people. So I don't really see how AI is actually part of this. I'm assuming it like it, it, an element of this is that to do the job that they do at the moment in terms of managing like telecoms and stuff. It is you need less people to do that but but then yeah. also i think with bt as well is they're getting i think it's worth noting for anyone that's not familiar that they used to be a nationalized company that supplied telecoms they a telephone line and things like that. they used to be the only option um and it, i know that they uh that 
they were privatized quite a while ago but i do think there's a lot of people that go to them as first choice mm. and that's starting to weaken a bit and they're actually their customer numbers are going down because yeah. there is other options available to them so i'm assuming that generally their business is slowing down a bit but yeah i i, I like you say i i think there's the ethics involved in this but also mm. it does seem a bit slimy to blame it on yeah. AI because yeah. you've identified the fact that there is probably going to be some reduction in in people with with when AI kicks in yeah. but to say that that's the reason you're getting rid of those 55,000 people seems a bit <laughs> I, I don't think that's throat, it. Isn't it? it's cutthroat yeah. you know and it, it just goes back to these people at the top end of the business just being inconsiderate of others and uh it infuriates me i know they've got a lot of the infrastructure haven't they that's the thing with bt so yeah they do then rent that out to other lines i think it's mm. like virgin and that seem to have been digging up the road and installing the road yeah. stuff so they always and they are expensive though um we only yeah i was gonna say where i live yeah um so you, you were locked in and they tried to lock me in again hopefully the ai chatbots will be a lot less uh cutthroat and trying to get me a 24 yeah. 24 month contract I was, yeah i was gonna say the other component of this i get and i agree with what you're saying in terms of the ethics of getting rid of all of those people but the other side of it as well is as someone that has used their services uh, products and services it, it's not the it, they're quite painful to deal with yeah. so i think a lot of this is just down to the fact that customers have got choice and they mm. go elsewhere um and dealing with them, I'll be honest, has not always been the easiest when I've had when I've had those products, and that's probably why I don't use them anymore. So and that's it, what will be happening when my contract comes to an end, though. Yeah, exactly. So you know, because they, they yeah. just put it up and up and up. They, you know, and they try and make out they're giving you a deal, and then you look at online deals, you go, "I'm a deal." Yeah, I'm almost paying double what other people are paying. Well, exactly, and also the other bit that's annoying with them, they're worse. I found at doing things like the deals they offer are a lot lot cheaper for new customers than what you're yeah. paying so it's kind of like a kick in the teeth <laughs> well yeah. you're, you're getting me to pay this but then i can get a new deal with you guys i know that's you know the way of the world but it's it's annoying um but it it made me jump over to another provider like i said i mm. i use virgin just because it was cheaper um yeah. and yeah. in the end it was faster mm. um for the set for the price i was paying so it's kind of like I suppose it's a perfect storm of bt not being very good yeah um and i suppose yeah they wanted to to make the business more leaner and meaner i suppose well but the thing is yeah sorry to cut you off go on dave no 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 can't. no because um I'm, I'm just thinking if the leanness is passed on to the customers you yeah. can almost see they'd win more people over if you lay people off and then the leanness means oh it's just bigger profits for our shareholders yeah. you think you know from an ethical standpoint i would go to another company just on that yeah i but then i i, I think i think you're going to struggle to find ethics in this whole space if i'm honest yeah. i think they're yeah, all yeah, as yeah. bad as each other like i i am um, I think it was last week we had news about uh, Vodafone were looking to make cuts as well. So um, I think they're looking to make their business leaner as well. So they, as I can hear, they said they would act a tenth of its staff over the next three years, which equates to about 11,000 people. Um, yeah. So I think you're going to be looking very hard 
to find and any other ethical employers in the uh, the telecom space sadly i think so people think have it's, to diversify aren't they and just go yeah. well if everyone's being laid off in this sort of genre of work i've got to learn new skills i've got to learn yeah. new skills because if telecommunications is not going to be an option for me and i've worked there for a while i've now got to diversify and find another um, string to my bow which is not the worst thing in the world sometimes you know out of um you know difficulty comes good opportunities but it's just managing that in that short period and i don't know if those people will get um, some sort of redundancy or severance to help them you know because we are still living in a cost of living crisis in the uk and, and we know it's, yeah. it's similar elsewhere and you just think these decisions although probably make good business sense you just think well surely can you not park it for another 12 months and see what the lay of the land is like uh, with the financial crisis um i just don't think they ever consider that sort of thing as long as they're all right yeah i i don't know the other thing as well again being a bit cynical about this is is this just noises to keep yeah. investors on side um yeah, yeah. i'm assuming that the large investors in bt have probably been calling for them to cut costs for years i'm assuming it's not the greatest run business in the world and they've been looking to reduce those costs um and this is kind of a way of placating those um investors saying oh yeah we're going to get rid of this many people cut costs in that way but mm. will they actually reduce that i don't know it, it it's hard to say isn't it it's, it's all a bit of a it feels like a bit of a PR exercise rather than anything else, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, another one yeah. jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's literally... Know, so look at what we're doing. Um, yeah, it's it's a sad indictment that people do do this, but hopefully those people who do lose their jobs go on to find other things and um, it doesn't impact them too much negatively. Exactly, exactly. Let's uh, move on to the apps we found. This uh, We found, Simon, what have you, what have you got for us today? But this this um, week, I decided to go through the GPT list of apps, and um, mm. I was just uh, browsing through and seeing what took my eye, what offered the free trials. You know, was there anything um, that offered similar to Pictory? And um, you know, I found a, a thing called Animaker, which is supposed to be quite a good tool. Looks like a good tool for creating short animated videos. Um, with, uh, it's almost like in a PowerPoint sort of um sketch scene outline so it's quite it was quite intuitive it was easy to use in a way so i thought oh what i'll try and do is create a little short ad for artificially speaking um put a little bit of animated avatar characters myself and you um just talking through what it is this pod is all about and what to do and um so yeah i went to their stock you know it's their their basic free templates to ha have a go uh, and it gives you off the shelf, um, you know, list of things. Set, so I think it was 10 scenes. And then you could go in there, cut, copy, paste, put little characters in that did a lot of different things, which was quite good, quite animated. Mm. Um, you can put some text in and um, you can have some music overlaid and uh, or you can have music and um, a, a virtual voiceover. I could have recorded myself, but I thought, what's the point of that? Um, let's try an, an AI voice. So at the moment, where I'm at with it is um, I'm, I'm trying to publish it. I'm trying to see what it comes out at because um, I got into it late last night and then uh, I wanted to go and watch the match. So 
Um, what I found was when I was getting close to the end and looking to publish, I, when I put the type, so it was text to speech. So mm. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get the um, the AI, the AI spoke like this. So it was uh, a little bit slow, and it seemed like the um, the scenes moved on quicker than the text. So you've almost got to extend the scenes when you try to extend the scenes just by pulling them. So uh, I know you've used Canva before, Dave, so you can yeah. extend it quite easy, can't you? And you just pull it. Here, it seemed to trim it. And it was like, well, I don't want to trim it. I just want to pull it. So before I got too frustrated, I stepped away from the laptop because I was getting a little bit, well, what's wrong with this? I just need to drag it two or three seconds so it aligns with the text. And then I could have it all finished, you know, and then share it and see what the finished product was like because the scenes were slightly ahead of the text and it would jump so although my initial enthusiasm for it was quite good i thought this could be quite entertaining especially for people who look after children and you wanted to make bespoke videos that you could stick on and they could interact with i think there's some really good elements to it there and obviously it's the free package so they're not going to put too much into the free yeah. But you think with the freeze where someone is um, standing at the door listening to your pitch and um, whether they close the door on you or not, it's the other thing. So um, for me, I, I will go back to it. I will engage with it a little bit more to see how it goes um, because I liked some of the bits and it was the basic stuff. And I, I thought that's quite nice, you know, and you can adjust it, change the hair. So you can imagine children playing with it quite nicely and creating their own things. And it could be. A nice introduction to AI production for children um, and it's something that they can navigate, which will be quite fun. And then they've got the end product, uh, which they've produced. But for me, I think Canva's better um, at the moment, but it doesn't have the AI-ness. I'm hoping Canva will start to get more AI in it in some way where you can start to go, well, actually, if, AI, if Canva could do that, that would be the platform for me because I really engage with it anyway and I like the stock. Uh, images that they have so i will go back to animaker i will finish off the project and see what it comes back at so the jury's yeah. out on it at the moment i quite liked it but when i got to publishing stage got a bit frustrated so i'm going to give it um, a second chance and go right okay now i've de-escalated i'm not as getting frustrated with it because i'm getting tired i'll come at it with a fresh perspective and see if i can finish it off and then publish it and see what that comes out like um the actual finished article because the preview wasn't completely um you know um what would i say engaging i was yeah. a bit underwhelmed i was a bit underwhelmed by the product so it's something i want to revisit and see actually once it's buffered out does it actually present um, a much smoother project that that works well that sounds good Oh, it'd be good to get uh, the if you could share the results once you, once you have something back. We can we yeah. can share them with the the listeners. I'll oh, put right. it on Sounds... our socials and um, yeah, the the, uh, the our LinkedIn's. I'll put it on there. Perfect. Well, mine uh, the app. Well, the app I'm, that I've been looking at is something called Tweet Hunter. Mm -hmm. Now, I think I've used this in the past, um, but not with an AI, shall we say, slant or or kind of component of it so basically what this does um is it's got a library of of like viral tweets that perform well in the past and okay. what it does is it finds um or it, it, it takes from that library and then you can 
it creates tweets on your behalf with that, those viral tweets. So that's where I think I've seen this in the past. But what they've added to it now is an AI component that will help write uh, tweets as well, and it will actually respond to them. Now, I've okay. set, signed up yeah. for a, um, a trial um, to actually give this a go. So I am actually using it now. But oh, wow. obviously, I haven't haven't really got any results to talk about. So maybe what we do is we come back to this in a week or two's time and see actually how it's performed. But the, the, ideally, what it's doing is it will create the content that's going to get the highest amounts of engagement. So one of the things it yeah. does do is I'm sure you've probably seen them on Twitter, the tweets where you get like a free resource or like mm. a guide or something if you respond within 24 hours or whatever. So you can actually set those up and then it will do things like an, an automated response um, when someone sends you a DM. Uh, sorry, it will send out an automated DM if someone signs up. So those bits, yeah, obviously um, are pretty you know it's not really using much ai in that front but yeah. where the other bits are is is kind of creating content from scratch really so it's utilizing okay. that library yeah. to create newer content whereas in the past i think when i've looked at this it was literally just regurgitating mm. previous content which in itself if you try and, and this is pure i should say this tool is really to help build a, an audience on mm -hmm. twitter uh, which is no bad thing um, but where the AI kicks in now is it, it will it will suggest really what per what daily content you should be sharing or pumping yeah. out on Twitter. Now that's the bit I've not seen in action. So mm. I'm interested to see when that will actually or how it will work, and then see if we do get or see if I do get actually um, you know uh, some some uplift in terms of my and that, followers. And at the moment, Twitter. is it just for Twitter? Is it? Yes, from mm. my understanding, it's just for Twitter. Um, but the the other thing it is doing as well, I'm just checking here, you can actually, it links up ChatGBT to Twitter. Now, that, yeah. again, I've not tested that component out of it, so we'll see how that works. But my understanding is the AI components is it's going to, um, it will take even tweets I've created and actually perfect them. Um, okay. based on previous performance so again i've not seen any results from that so we'll see how that works um but i'll be honest even just the normal the access to their twitter viral library is quite good but if it can right. then perfect new content based on that that's mm. i suppose a, a higher level like the trial itself and that's what i've signed up is a seven day trial but then after the seven days um the basic package is 49 dollars a month um they also do kind of other levels that go up from there. Um, the the actual AI component, you need to be using their mid-tier um, one, which is currently, it looks like, available at $49 a month anyway. Mm. The normal price is $99. Um, but that's kind of the, the level I'm using to see how it works. And I suppose the only people that would actually be using this is people that are trying to grow an audience and then monetizing it. So if you're spending yeah. $49 a month, but you're bringing in, say, $500, $1,000 a month from yeah. activity you've monetized, obviously it makes perfect sense. So um, I think we'll need to see kind of how this performs, and yeah. then I can be a bit more kind of it's good, bad, or whatever. Especially the AI component, as I say, I haven't actually seen any any kind of success off the back of that yet, but I think it's too early to kind of mm. say whether that's the case or not. How many days um, into it are you? 
I literally kicked it off yesterday. So okay. uh, been using it to generate some content. And then I suppose I just need to give it 24 hours and then review kind of what, what's happened with that content and then see if I can then start using the AI, sorry, the AI components because may as well see how that works. So it, I suppose I've kind of cheated a little bit here. This is a tool that isn't just purely from, uh, you know, an AI-based tool, but mm. does they, it does look like they've added this AI component in the fairly recently to kind of offer further functionality. But I, again, going back to the other stories we were talking about before and, and previously as well, it, it also gives you another angle, I suppose, if you're making this app in terms of marketing it because everyone's looking for an AI angle on the, or if somebody's got AI on it, it seems to get people's attention really, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think that is what attracts people to try the trial drives numbers then it's like go for there because for me i hope they give you honest um figures that are reflective of that seven days and yeah. it's not just something like oh you're on an upward trend now buy it and see what happens for that month but it could be worth investing 49 dollars for a month to see actually for yeah. that first month because i suppose you can cancel it at any time yeah exactly i uh, the, the real proof in the pudding is obviously if my number of followers goes up so yeah uh, that's obviously the end goal at the end of the day but is I, there and fake then, followers that's the, the... well that's <laughs> it I, but then i suppose aren't all the bots supposedly gone now on twitter i thought that uh, was the whole hopefully idea. He's, he's got rid of them yeah, yeah i mean he, I he, he, he's pretty good isn't he he's pretty sharp um uh, so hopefully he wants it as a clean space that's on merit rather than just you know any other sort of metrics i think the other thing as well which is quite promising with this is there's quite a few um people i'd see i've seen or, or follow on twitter that are um that shall we say have got larger followings and have also monetized those followings so it, it's always a good sign to see those sorts of people that are using it because obviously they're getting success out of it yeah um, so we'll see but again i a lot of those have probably been using it for a while and the ai components are probably maybe not something they always use or i've been using so i don't know that's where i want to give it a bit of a go and then they can see and then if i can get some more followers so be it but yeah it's yeah it's it's interesting anyway i saw a similar one for linkedin the other day um and it's one of those where i haven't tried it yet but you you create some stock answers it then does some engagement for you from an ai perspective um so yeah but that felt like you had to create your own stock where it sounds like this one has a library um, that's been created by lots of people. Would that be correct? Yeah, I, I, it doesn't really say where the contents come from, but I'm right. assuming they've just scraped Twitter um, yeah. and, and taken it that way. So I'm assuming you, that those guys for the on the LinkedIn front would do the same. And uh, thinking about it, there's the content probably could work on both platforms quite easily. Mm. So it may just be a case of, uh, I must admit, I've never linked um, LinkedIn to my Twitter, but you can do it, I think, natively I in there. Yeah, and it will just take what's posted on. Does it take from Twitter or is it LinkedIn? It takes from Twitter? LinkedIn to Twitter, uh, but right. only if you want to post it. You know, it doesn't do it automatically. Because um, sometimes I used to find that it would just give you a link which wasn't very engaging. You almost need a short clip um, yeah. of whatever it is. So I think it would definitely get better. As we know, things will keep improving. And that engagement across all the platforms 
yeah. um, I think will be excellent. I don't know if it will happen with TikTok because, you know, TikTok's owned by um, a Chinese firm, I think, isn't it? So it is, yeah. But so I whether there's yeah. a connection between others, don't know. It does connect with Facebook, I think. Does it connect with Facebook? I don't know. I'd have to explore it. I'm sure my because I know Instagram does. Because uh, mm. as soon as I post on Instagram, it will go straight onto my Facebook as well, which just makes things easier, doesn't it? But Hootsuite, yeah. I have never used Hootsuite, but I've heard that's supposed to do some of that for you. Isn't yeah, it? so that will do. I have used that. So that's, I suppose, that's more saving time in terms of cross pollination across yeah. multiple platforms. Whereas this Tweet Hunter is seems firmly focused on building that um you're following on twitter we well, like to think yeah hootsuite might get their own ai um that does it across multiple platforms to because no one wants to keep posting you know i post on tiktok then reshare on uh, instagram and then twitter and it's manual and you'd mm. like that to just be instantaneous um and i probably should be able to do that on hootsuite but um you know I, i'm not really that social media savvy still so it's something i need to develop further but yeah any sort of tool like that i really like the idea that that ai can help you grow uh, a following base because that's the problem with algorithms isn't it It doesn't always put it in front of the people who would find it most um useful which is a frustration because yeah. you think the content's not bad people should be enjoying it but it's not showing it to them because for whatever reason i don't know you haven't understand the algorithm that they've got going that month or that period of time well it it looks like hootsuite actually do have an ai tool oh. that they released about a month ago so it's okay. called Owly. it's called Owly writer ai so what it will do and i'm quoting off their website is it, it makes posting on social media quick and easy instantly generate captions and get winning post ideas for every network um, it's free for a limited time to all Hootsuite users. So you have to have a paid subscription with Hootsuite. Yeah. Um, I know they used to do free subscriptions. But I don't know if they do anymore. But, um, but yeah, you'd have to have a paid subscription with them, and then you can start to use it. Now, in terms of you were talking about TikTok and stuff, like that, in terms of the social platforms that it supports, it does support uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, linkedin pinterest and um tiktok so mm. you, you could so use it to base it across yeah. um i don't know kind of how good it is in terms of that ai generated content um i suppose the benefit like the tool you were talking about before with for specifically for linkedin and 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 tweet hunter for for twitter is they're focused on those platforms mm. and obviously they're gonna you know i suppose their focus is purely on that platform so they should get you um you know get you some results specifically for that platform but i don't know like i'd say i've used hootsuite in the past uh, just to do multiple postings across platforms just to save mm. time and it was good but in the end um it was i wasn't using it a huge amount but it wasn't good enough i didn't think for me to want to pay to yeah. keep that subscription and that was more just um i was using it across facebook um and instagram and and actually for those two facebook or metas now have the tools anyway where you can cross post quite easily anyway so it mm. it, it, it made it made no sense to pay hootsuite money to to, to use that but yeah. i'll let you know how tweet hunter mm. works out but yeah i i think it, it does look quite good so 
we'll see over the next week kind of what 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 increase i have in my following and then we can take where do they get that app from though is it something that's in the app store or is it um what uh, do you mean in terms of tweet hunter Uh, you know where do they find or locate that to if someone wanted to have a go who's listening all right so what i'll do is i'll put a link to it in the uh in the show notes Hmm. so it's just at their website but i'll put a link in and it will take you to it uh, I think it's the same with uh, the tool you use. Have you got a link that we can share in the show notes? Yeah, as well? yeah, I've got it that in the show notes, right. mate. So yeah. we'll add that in there, and then they can, uh, anyone listening can give it a go. Especially with the tweet hunter, they can, I'll I'll put a link in there where you can do the trial, um, mm-hmm. and then you can see how it works. But yeah, I, it's where I recommend anyone that wants to grow their audience has a quick play around with it. Yeah, no, that sounds uh, really positive. But it, it's good. We, it seems like we're finding more useful AI tools. Um, yeah. Hopefully our listeners are, are, are engaging with as well and trying out. Uh, I think it would be great if people could share back with us, um, you know, what their experience is. Obviously, our experience has been one perspective. It would be great to get some people's feedback around what they found useful and whether yeah. our reviews are, are, are helping them select ai tools that think um, are a good fit for them or not so please uh, reach out to us and um you know let us know how you're getting on yeah i agree totally but thank you simon thanks for sharing uh, your story and your news uh, sorry the news of the app today uh, as i say in the show notes we'll have links to what we've discussed but if you do have any questions please go to our website artificially speaking uh, org and you can message us follow us on social media um, or get in touch with any comments or questions you've got. But thanks again, Simon. Speak soon. Cheers, Dave. Speak soon.